Hello, everybody. This is MJ from MJ Radio. I know you. And you're listening to Justin Harvey. Son of a bitch is dug in like an Alabama tip. On J-Ray Radio. Excuse me while I whip this out. You got your dial set just right. I always have coffee when I watch Radar. You know that. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Stick around. Hi, this is Susan Bennett, the original voice of Siri. Recalculating. Listen to Justin Harvey. That is an order. Hi, this is Susan Bennett, the original voice of Siri, and I'll be talking to Justin Harvey. Listen up. Hey, what's going on, man? No, man, how you doing? Well, you know, just waiting for the bus. Hey, is that, is that who I think it is down there? Hey, it is. <laughs> you know who that is? Uh, Looks like Justin Harvey. Oh, yeah! It's time for the Justin Justin Harvey Show! Harvey here of the Justin Harvey Show. It's been a long time since I've been back on the show due to a phone situation, so I had to get a new iPhone to get my application to work, and I am so honored that my first guest um, with me this evening is very well known for the iPhone. Susan Bennett, the voice of Siri. Welcome, dear. Hello. How are you this evening? I'm doing great. How about you, Justin? I am I'm doing spectacular. <laughs> I personally want to thank you for being on the show. Well, I'm glad to do it. I look forward to talking with you. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, before we get into the whole uh Siri thing, uh, can you give my audience a little bit of your background? Because I know you've got a lot. You like music, you like acting, doing commercials. I've been doing a lot of research. Right. Well, I started everything off as a kid. I was able to play the piano by ear at the age of four. So music has always probably been the most significant thing in my life. I've always played the piano, and I started to sing in high school. And uh continued doing all of that in college as well. And when I moved to Atlanta, uh, I started working out in different clubs and restaurants, singing and playing. And I also started doing a lot of uh, studio work, singing jingles and background vocals for people in the recording studio. And that's where I kind of accidentally got into doing voiceover work. And so I started doing some of that as well. So... I've always been basically involved in those two major things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Um, and I, I saw in an interview, it was pretty interesting. I forget what the technical term was, uh, it was for, but 
you actually wore something around your neck to feel the vibrations. Yes, this was before the Siri recordings, and it was done by Lucent Technologies. Mm-hmm. And I wore a, a kind of belt or necklace, if you will, around my neck, right over where the vocal cords are, mm-hmm. and uh, it would record the vibrations, mm-hmm. as well as having another, um, you know, an, a recording device record the actual uh, spoken word as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that that was pretty interesting, and there were a lot of uh, pretty funny phrases and sentences that I had to read because they were all created to mm-hmm. get all of the sound combinations in the language. So uh, you can imagine some of the some of the phrases were pretty strange. Wow! Wow! Now um, tell us about the history of Siri, because honestly, for me, you know, I have a disability. And um, I have to rely on uh, uh, voice technology a lot. I mean, Dragon, Dragon Dictate, and Siri—the combination of the two. So, tell us how you got involved with that. Well, you know, I didn't really know that I was getting involved with Siri when I did the recordings back in 2005. I was recording for a company that uh, provided digital voices for phone systems. And at that point in time, it was only 10 years ago, but at that point in time, no one really knew where all of this technology was taking us. And so I can't really tell you how my voice got involved. The person who invented, who created the app, the Siri app, was a Norwegian man named Dag Kitlaus. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if he chose my voice at the time. And Apple came in after the fact and bought the app from him. And so I don't know if, if he chose my voice or if Apple chose the voice. So I don't really know. That's still kind of a mystery uh, as to how my voice was selected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, well, and, and you actually you actually found out by accident, I hear, as well. That yes. Um, Siri made her first appearance on October 4th, 2011, mm-hmm. and uh, on the iPhone 4S. Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine, a colleague, a voice, a fellow voice actor, sent me an email and said, hey, we're playing around with this new Apple iPhone. Isn't that you? And so I went on to the Apple site and listened, and I said, yep, that's me. So, um, yeah, it was, a, it was kind of a surprise. Uh, people are always pretty surprised to find out that Apple sort of came in after the fact. Mm-hmm. But, uh, mm-hmm. but that's, that's how it happened. Well, and, and like, how has your how has your life changed knowing that people actually know that it's you? Because I know it was a very, you know, for you it was kind of a difficult decision. Do I tell people it's me? Do I not tell people it's me? So how has it right. really affected your life since? Well, for the most part, it's 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 been very positive. Um, I was I got an uh, an agent in Los Angeles, and I have. Um, you know, it's 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 allowed me to do some interesting work that I wouldn't have been, you know, had the opportunity to do if I had not been the voice of Siri. And mm-hmm. I think one of the most interesting things that I've done is uh, attend several tech conferences. Uh, that was really really interesting because at one, especially in Dallas last year, uh, I was I met Steve Wozniak, and I'm not sure if you 
you know his name, but uh, he was just as important as Steve Jobs with mm-hmm. the um, creation of the first Apple computer. In fact, Steve Jobs had the idea, but Steve Wozniak was the one who actually built the computer. Here, He's the engineering genius, and uh, he's known as mm-hmm. Woz or the Woz. And uh, I met him, and he's just a fabulous man. Um, he's very, very interested in education and very helpful to uh, young people coming along, and uh, he's he's just a wonderful man. So that mm-hmm. was that was a very uh, real high point for me to meet him. Oh, that's that's awesome. Um, and also, Susan, I wanted to ask you, where would you like to see voice voice technology? Because I would like to see a point to where we don't need keyboards and we don't need all these components. I would like to see, you know, voice everywhere. You know. Um, I guess I'm not really sure what you mean about uh I'm not sure what you what you mean by your question. Uh, okay, let me let me try to rephrase that. Like when speech technology first came out, you could barely understand it. And, oh, right. Yes. And and now because of you, it's it's more realistic. I I guess what I'm trying to ask is where would you like to see the technology go? Well, um, I think it's a wonderful thing because it it really, really helps people um, with disabilities and it helps people, um, I think one -hmm. one group of people that it really affects is autistic people uh, are able to communicate a lot better via Siri and other digital voices like that because um, it doesn't involve dealing with an actual <laughs> live human and, and cause the, the the problems that that does for autistic people. So I think that I I I think where it's going um, is kind of a bit scary because I think we're all headed towards artificial intelligence, which is which is pretty scary. But um, the actual programming and all of everything that's being done, I think. Um, what I would like to see happen, and I think is what definitely is going to happen, and that is just a smoothing out of all the the uh the bumps and and problems with with the voice technology and and especially with Siri understanding people who have accents perhaps or uh who you know speak too quickly or too slowly or not articulately mm-hmm. enough um all mm-hmm. of things those things are eventually going to be smoothed out. But that is one of the reasons that the you know the original voice of Siri was so iconic. Um, these types of digital voices, the process by which they are turned into, you know, phrases in and um, uh, sentences on your devices, is called mm-hmm. concatenation. Uh, the the actors, the voice actors, record thousands of phrases and sentences, after which a technician goes in and extracts sounds you know, mm-hmm. um, syllables, uh, diphthongs, different sounds, and then reconstructs them into new phrases and ten- sentences. Mm-hmm. And so in the past, Siri is iconic because she was the first concatenated voice to sound pretty human. I mean, she mm-hmm. still has, she was a bit robotic and a little bumpy here and there. She still is. But um, it's the first time that a concatenated voice sounded human. All the concatenated voices in the past sounded more like "Hello, how are you?" or mm-hmm. you know, or the the uh, the sounds would slide together and they just sounded 
really unreal. And um, and so that's why I think people got so excited about Siri. Also, the fact that she would interact with you. And so uh, that's why, what made it such a big deal. But all I can say is that I'm sure it's just going to keep improving mm-hmm. and technology pr- improves so quickly uh, these day, you know, these days that um, there's really no telling where it's going ahead. Okay, and, and this this question about Siri is very very silly, but I really want to ask it. How come she never laughs? I've noticed she oh. never laughs. <laughs> you know, that's funny. Uh, during one of my presentations, I talk about that, and uh, now the new Siri, all of the original Siri voices were changed with the OS seven system. So if you have mm-hmm. Uh, an iPhone 6, it's not, it's no longer my voice. But um, the new Siri, um, to me she's more generic sounding, but she also says uh, some new trendier things, like Siri now says LOL. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know if they if they will ever develop a laugh for Siri, but, you know, it, it really is funny to think about what it might sound like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, it's like I told her the other day. I told her I was like depressed, and she's like, "Justin, you need to get out more." And I'm like, "Geez, thanks for the pep talk." <laughs> but people ask me sometimes. They'll say, "Well, how come Siri always gives me wrong directions?" I say, "Oh, she does that on purpose. That's her sense of humor. She thinks it's funny." <laughs> exactly. And uh, my next question too. It's it's just from our intuition because you you know. Thinking about this technology, do you think that you actually, with working with Siri, that possibly that you inspired the movie Her? Well, I don't know that it was necessarily my voice, but I think the technology itself definitely inspired the movie Her. And the fact that the Scarlett Johansson character, you know, the voice of the the phone, um, the fact that she, you know, interacted emotionally with mm-hmm. uh, the Joaquin Phoenix character, that's that's an indication of artificial intelligence, and that is what everybody is working on. You know, Apple, Google, every major corporation, I mean, everyone is really headed in that direction. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. and I think as much as I think it's exciting from a technological point of view, it's a little frightening to think about from a human point of view because, um, you know, what, what are we all going to do for jobs? <laughs> yeah. Exactly, you know, it's 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 getting to be a good thing, but you know, it may come a time, it may become a you know a scary thing. And, and I wanted to mention too, real quick, Susan. I would love to see actual robots get in get in the homes to assist, you know, the disabled or people that can't get around. Absolutely, you know? I think that's definitely a possibility. I, I definitely, you know, I think it. I think uh, robots are something that we're going to uh, have have in our homes in the future. I, I don't know when exactly, but um, I think the, the possibility is definitely there, and I'm sure there are many scientists working on that right this moment. <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely. So, so what's next for you? I mean, you've done the Siri thing, and you've done you've done a lot in your career, your music. What, what's what's next for you? What's what's your ultimate goal? Well, at this point, I can't say that I have a particular goal. Just like all other voice actors, I audition, 
you know, all the time for different roles. So I would really love to do, um, a, you know, a really fun, wacky uh, commercial or or be part of a, um, you know, a, a really interesting creative voiceover project. And as, you know, I, I work in a band um, occasionally with my husband that we play um, 60s and 70s music. And mm-hmm. so that's, I'm really enjoying doing that at this point in time. And, um, and that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. I'm, I'm very fortunate to be able to make a living doing what I love. And I mm-hmm. really love music and I really love doing voices. So, um, I, you know, just doing more of the same is totally fine with me. I'd like to maybe travel a little bit more, um, than I have in the last, uh, few years. But other than that, um, I'll have to say I'm, I feel very fortunate and I'm very grateful and, uh, that, uh, you know, I enjoy my life. So if it just continues on the the way it is, I'll be fine. <laughs> you know, well, me me personally, I am very grateful to you because, like I said, if it wasn't for people like you to, you know, work with this technology, then I wouldn't be able to do Facebook or Twitter or, or even this show that I do. So it's I that thanks you. So Well, yeah, thank you. That's it's really good to know. It's nice to know that that uh that my my voice was a part of that. So thank you. <laughs> so so have you ever thought about writing a book about your story, about your experiences? I've I have considered that. Um I'm uh it's something that's popped into my mind, but I haven't really uh brought it to fruition yet. You know, mm-hmm. I I I'm not sure if that, you know, I guess yeah, I, let me just say I've thought about it, but I haven't haven't started on it. <laughs> Let's put mm-hmm. it that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I I know I know that you have a, a good sense of humor, Susan. And before I you know wrap things up and everything, and let you um, say your final thoughts or whatever, because I don't want to keep you too long. Um, as you know, I have uh, cerebral palsy, and I'm confined to a wheelchair 100 percent of the time, and you know, and I like to, you know, I like to crack jokes all the time and get my friends laughing and and all this. And and uh, one of my friends said that uh, they said, Justin, you 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 could be you could be a comic, and without skipping a beat, I said, I looked at him and I said, I can't do stand up. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that you're brilliant because uh, humor. Humor is what gets us through life, I think. You know, uh, we all have our obstacles and we all have our challenges. And uh, if you can, if you can laugh about it in some way, mm-hmm. especially if you can laugh at yourself, it's. It, we we all tend to take ourselves so seriously, but you know, I think it's it's a, it's a tough world out there. It really is. There's a lot of frightening things going on, and and uh, I think they're always have been with the with the human race but mm-hmm. it's important i think to be grateful for what you have and to uh be good to other people you know the good old golden rule and then but you know above all else humor you know mm-hmm. if you can mm-hmm. just find the humor in it uh it really really helps a lot so i think you're really on the right track there oh and i wanted i wanted to mention two other things uh susan i really I really enjoyed uh, the YouTube video, the Mom Siri video. It really got me cracking up. 
you know. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. liked that. That was yeah, that was pretty funny. That was the idea of a, a writer at uh, Daily Dot dot com. And they contacted me and said, oh, we had this idea. Would you be willing to do that? And I thought, oh, yeah, that's great. Because that is a funny concept. You know, if a, the, someone's looking for an emotional reaction from Siri and the, mother, <laughs> the daughter calls, uh, you know, expecting some sympathy from the mother, you know, who is Siri. And, of course, she says, um, I'm, so, I'm sorry, I don't understand the meaning of I'm having a bad day. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. That yeah, was a good one. That was great, and I really, I really enjoyed your segment with uh, David Letterman. That was hilarious. Oh, was thank you. Things that you shouldn't say to your iPhone. So that right. was hilarious. Right. And that was just, that was just perfect. I was like, that totally works. So. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed that. I did too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, um, uh, give us. Give us your final thoughts, Susan, because I don't want to keep you too long because I know okay. that you're very, very, very busy. So what what would you like to leave my audience tonight? Well, I think basically what I was saying before is that um, I think that you really have to be careful with technology these days. Um, people are getting so used to having technology think for them and, you know, they just press a button and quickly get an answer and I think you have to be really careful that you don't just um, lose your own ability to to resolve problems, to solve problems, to think things all think things through. And so it's I think it's really important to uh, be as well-rounded as you can be and to um, keep an open mind. Mm-hmm. An open mm-hmm. mind and a sense of humor can both those two things can carry you a, a long way. <laughs> oh. oh. Oh, I, absolutely, because I, I think you'll get a kick out of this comment. Speaking of that, um, my my Dragon Dictate was, it, it had stopped working, so I was relying on Siri and, and typing with one finger. So I, I tweeted I tweeted the company, and I said, I said, I can't live without my Dragon. I said, I said, I'm living in typing hell. Please help. Because <laughs> it, was, it was crazy, so... But but yeah, we we do as humans sometimes we you know we rely on technology too much. So well, I think it's 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 important not to get too lazy and let them let the machines do all the thinking for us, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so and you know it's always good to challenge yourself and uh, and and do as much as you can, especially with your brain. The brain needs to keep functioning. <laughs> Oh, oh, absolutely, you know, I mean, that's why education's important and everything else, you know. Yep, exactly. So, But I, I wanted to thank you for being on the show. Well, thank you, Justin. I enjoyed it very much. My pleasure, dear. Okay, I'll say good night. Good night. Good night, Justin. Good night, Siri. <laughs> Bye-bye. Hello, this is the hardcore legend Mick Foley, and you are listening to the Justin Harvey Show. Yeah! Hands on the wheel,